0: You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, episode 35, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. Today, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome part two, how to have a goal to lose weight, like be on that journey now, and believe you're the best coach you can be and coach your heart out. I just got back from my coach's mastermind every six months or so. She has a live event for all of her clients and we go and it's always in a different place. And for three days, we get together and we just coach on all things business and we network. But network is not the word. It's like we all connect and we, we get together and we hang out. And for me, some of the best times are when I get to talk to my friends in person and make new friends and be around fellow coaches whose goal is to just help people live better lives and um, in all the different ways. So I'm just high off of that. <laughs> and I'm excited to get to this podcast episode. I've been thinking about this one for a while now because we have talked about imposter syndrome in the past, but this one comes up a lot when clients come on to consults with me and they talk about how they can tell that them being on their weight loss journey and not at their goal weight yet is affecting their coaching. And what we actually talk about and what we come to coach on is it's not that you're on the journey or not at your goal weight yet that affects your coaching or your clients. It's your thoughts about yourself. So we're going to dive into that today and we're going to talk about why it happens and basically how to stop it (laughs) and how to think about yourself instead so that you can believe that Right now, you are as amazing as ever. You're the best coach, and you're doing amazing things with your clients, and it doesn't matter that you're not at your goal yet. So let's dive right in. I want to cover the two ways we think that somehow our journey affects our coaching. And so the first one we're going to talk about is we think us not being at our goal and us having a weight loss goal and being on that journey. We think one, it affects our clients and their results, like them getting the results they came to you for. And two, we think it affects how we coach and how we show up as a coach. And so we're going to dive into each of these separately in a second. Um, But the first thing I just want to say is that's only going to be true if you believe that you not being at your goal weight yet is affecting your clients and your coaching because then you will then show up from that way. You'll hold back. You won't show up um, fully in each of your sessions or in your marketing. And so it's one of those things where if you believe it, you'll create evidence for it and you'll make it true. So if you believe that, you know, I have a goal weight, I'm not there yet. I've been on the journey for a little while. Like, maybe this means I shouldn't coach. And then you start getting hesitant and then you go to your client calls and maybe they're not at their goal yet. And then you start thinking to yourself, well, what the heck, why am I coaching them? And then you'll start holding back in your coaching calls and you won't coach them as hard or as fully as if you believed everything was okay. Like that's how you'll create it being true that you not being at your goal weight yet is a problem, right? So just to be clear, it's not that, you're not at your goal weight is the problem. It's that you think it is and therefore you show up from that place. It's so important for me to be sharing this with you and for us to have this conversation because I want you to know that you can have your journey and let it be totally separate from your coaching and yourself as a coach. Because what I find with my clients is They put so much pressure on themselves to hurry up and get to the goal and to hurry up and figure this out. And they make it mean so many things about themselves because they have somehow connected their own journey with their coaching. And so if you get nothing else from this podcast, I want you to get that. You can separate out your journey from your coaching and if you want to take it a step further. You could actually sell yourself on how you being on this journey, not at your goal weight yet, and how that could actually have a positive impact on your clients and on your coaching. You may not be there yet, but I just want to put that in your ear a little bit and let you think about the possibility that where you are right now could be the best thing ever for your clients and for your coaching. The other reason it's so important to pay attention to this is because if you think about us as coaches, our goal is to help people, right? That's why we get into coaching, we wanna help people. And when we think that us not being at our goal weight is a problem, like I said earlier, we'll hold back from being the best coach we know how to be and, or the best coach that we are right now, and in effect, not help people as much. And to be blunt, that's a bummer, right? So if this is coming up for you, I want you to pay attention to this episode, save it, however you do that on your favorite podcast platform, come back and listen to it. And being willing to work through this imposter syndrome, especially this episode, I've talked about imposter syndrome in a separate episode. I I talked about it from a little bit of a different angle. So you can go check that out and I will link that episode in the show notes, But I want you to pay attention to this and be willing to let this idea go so that you can keep doing what you truly love, right? Be on your journey, but help people, coach your heart out. And something to consider is it's similar to this idea of having two big goals and not making doing that a problem. And I've talked about that many times on this podcast where it's like, you know, culture and the world is telling me to just focus on one thing at a time. And I've decided to focus on two, and I've decided to not make it that a problem. And in the same way, I can have a goal and coach people. And even if I'm not at my goal yet, I can coach people and help them with theirs, and I don't have to make either one a problem. So also consider it from that perspective as well. Now, before we dive into the two topics, right, how it affects our clients and our coaching, I want to give some examples to you as a client myself and how I've seen a couple of my coaches go through things in their life, have goals, not hit those goals, right? Like just be a human because that's what's happening. We're human and we're judging ourselves for it and we're making it a problem. So I want to share my perspective as a client, seeing two of my coaches in particular go through things, and what my thoughts were. So my first one is my business coach. And I watched her a couple years ago have a goal to make a million dollars in her business. And she was very open and upfront about it. And she was my business coach and still is my business coach, of course. And I remember watching her have the goal and then her telling us, well, basically what happened. That she didn't hit the goal, she made hundred, not a hundred, eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. I think it was in twelve months. Um, you know, one hundred and forty thousand dollars short of a million dollars. And I remember watching her handle that. I remember watching her and thinking, "Is she okay? Is she gonna give up? Is she really upset?" Like, because these were my thoughts were about. Having a goal and not hitting it, and watching like letting all the people watch you go through this. But then I watched her talk about it, process her own emotions and her her own feelings about it. um, Of course, on her own, but then be open and honest about the fact that she had this big goal, she didn't hit it, and of course, she was still so glad she made she made eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. But I watched her go through that and realize, oh, like. I don't have, I think my first thought was like, oh, I don't have to be perfect. Like there's this, I think there was this piece of me that would worry about doing that myself and talking about my own goal and not hitting it because then other people would see me and realize I'm not perfect. And my thought was like, well, that would be a problem. So of course I think very differently now, but just knowing that she was on a journey and she had a goal that she was in the middle of and then didn't hit, it didn't make me look at her and think that, well, why is she coaching me? Or she can't help me. She didn't hit her goal. Or why am I working with her? None of those thoughts came across my brain. And in fact, what I realized is she's a great example of someone who will go all in on a goal, not hit it and not give up. And then to think that She helped us the entire time anyway, right? This is kind of what we're talking about where we are on a journey and we're making it mean something about ourselves or our coaching. And so we might hold back or not fully show up as ourselves and help people, whether it's in your coaching or in your marketing or whatever. And I watched my coach go through this and not let her journey affect her belief that she could help us. And in fact, she was, of course, always great at coaching and helping us, but she just keeps getting better and better at helping us whether she's hitting her goals or not. I had another coach. This was a one-on-one coach, more for general personal type of life coaching. And I remember similarly watching her go through things in her life. And she was kind of working on something similar to what she was coaching me on. And I remember watching her struggle and figure things out, and work through the things that she was working through while she was coaching me. And I remember thinking like, cool, <laughs> like we're both on this journey. And But the thing is, like when I would show up to my coaching call with her, I would just be thinking, I need your help, help me, right? Like my thoughts were all about me. We're, we're pretty selfish people in general. So when I show up to coaching call as a client, all I'm thinking about is me and not, Am, can she help me or you know, is she struggling or, you know, any of those kinds of things. And so I wanted to put these examples in here for you, because I want you to think about the fact that your clients probably aren't even thinking about what goals you're working on and where you're at with your goal. And, you know, if you're even on your weight loss journey, they may not even know. And how like just knowing that can actually go ahead and start relieving some pressure that you're having towards yourself. And then do what I did. Think about your coach. When you when you have a coach or have had a coach and are working with someone, are you using their journey against them or against yourself? And probably not. But if you are, like, go ahead and start questioning that. What's going on there? Why? I actually wasn't going to talk about this, but this is so good. <laughs> Why are you making them And their goals and their journey mean anything about them coaching you. You could go ahead and ask yourself that and get curious about that. Because if you are thinking that about others, then of course, you're probably thinking that about yourself and think that your people are also questioning you. So that's actually really good. So if you're thinking that about other people, then yes, for sure, use these same types of questions and questioning that idea In the same way we're talking about. And that might also help you relieve some of that pressure for your coaches and for yourself as well. Now, I want to talk a little bit about my journey as a coach, specifically as a weight loss coach, who had a goal to lose 25 pounds, was not at the goal for a long time, and coached people on their weight loss goal. Remember, it took me two and a half years to lose 25 pounds. Now I've kept it off for a year now and in fact have lost a little bit more weight and might go ahead and finish losing that five pounds but so for two and a half years, while I was coaching people I was not at my weight loss goal. Now I do want to say that all of this that we're talking about it all applies even if you don't coach on the thing that you're working on because you're still probably having thoughts about yourself and your coaching, because you are going after a goal that you haven't hit yet and you might be struggling with. So I'm going to use my example as being a weight loss coach who's working on a weight loss goal, but just know if you're a business coach with a weight loss goal, this still applies if you're experiencing imposter syndrome because you're not at your goal yet. So I solved this in two ways. And the first way was I decided to use anything I could on my weight loss journey as proof and evidence that I was figuring it out. That really helped me boost my belief in myself that, well, one, I was going to get to my goal, but two, that it was okay that I was on my journey and not at my goal yet. And that, of course, I can help people because look at all the ways that it's working for me. And that really helped me instill this belief that I was on the way, it was working, I was going to get to my goal, And that helped me be a coach who wasn't at her goal yet, but was coaching people to help them get to theirs. That was my first step. And doing that work really helped me in the beginning of my coaching and weight loss journey, because I did both at the same time. And then the second way I worked through this, about halfway through my weight loss goal of losing 25 pounds... I decided that I would figure out how to forever separate my journey from my coaching. So doing what I was doing, as I just explained, with finding ways that it was working and and creating that confidence in myself, that was working. But I wanted to find a way to solve this idea of imposter syndrome for good, because I realized I'm always going to be a person who has goals that she hasn't hit yet, right? Because how long do we um, be at the place where our goal is done before we set another goal, right? So for the most part, you're probably always going to be on some kind of journey going after some kind of goal. And it just hit me. And so I decided, okay, well, let's figure out how to separate out any kind of journey I'm on. Basically me and my life separate that out from my coaching and my ability to help people. I never wanted me going on any journey or going after any goal to ever have me question my coaching abilities or if I should be coaching ever again for all the reasons we've talked about, right? Because I could see how if I let that happen, I would hold back and I wouldn't be the best coach. And I would think that I wasn't able to help people, like that whole spiral. So that's what we're going to talk about next. We're going to talk about how to solve for both when you think that not being at your goal is affecting your clients and affecting your coaching journey. Let's start with how being on your journey, not being at your goal affects your clients. And the first thing I want you to think about is how do we know if it does or doesn't? I'm going to really break this down for you. So think about this. You being at X weight and not being at X weight, right? Current weight, not at goal weight. That's just a circumstance in your client's life that they get to have thoughts about. Again, I'm just going to go back to this idea that they might not even know or care and probably not even thinking about it. Like, I just want to make this... I'm like being a little facetious about it, but that's because sometimes we make things so big in our heads and sometimes we just need someone to say, hey, (laughs) they might not even know or care. But I really want you to think about this. Your circumstance, the way your body is, the way your weight is, whatever it's not, it's all circumstance in your client's life. So what are you thinking that they are thinking about you the way you are right now, not at your goal weight? that makes you feel this and experience this imposter syndrome. And I really want you, even if the answer doesn't seem logical, right? Or you're like, okay, I I get it. Okay, I can see how this doesn't really make sense. I really still want you to let yourself write down the answer or think about the answer so you can just kind of clear it up for yourself. So if you're thinking, okay, well, they might be thinking when they look at me that, I shouldn't be coaching, or I'm not a good coach, or something to that effect, right? Because what we're talking about is imposter syndrome about your coaching. Now, if they do think that, what do you want to do about it? My thought is they're probably not your best client because your best clients love you no matter how you are. And they think you're the best coach no matter what your weight is. I guarantee it. But part of this work is, as we know as coaches, is to let yourself answer the question, What do I think they're thinking? and acknowledge that. And remember, I always like to say, So good to know. And so, if it's true that they really probably don't even have a thought about it, or your best clients are like, I don't care, even if they do have a thought about it, it's probably something like, I don't care, you're amazing. I love that you're doing what you want to do. That's probably what they're thinking. So if that's true, then us as a circumstance in our clients' lives, being at a certain weight, not being at our goal weight, doesn't actually affect our clients and the results that they came to us to get and to achieve. And as I said earlier, right, the bottom line up front is us being on our journey and not being at our goal weight yet Doesn't affect our clients as we just talked about until, though, until we think it does and then change our behavior accordingly. And we're going to talk about that when we go into the second piece, but that's so important. This is how you can start separating out your journey from anything having to do with your client and the results that they come to you to get. Okay, let's dive into the second piece. When we think, Us not being at our goal weight and being on this journey affects how we coach. This is very similar to us thinking it affects our clients. But the difference is with this one is that how you see yourself will affect your behavior and how you show up to the coaching call, to your marketing, to your sales. Your thoughts about yourself 100% affect how you show up in the coaching container So how you view yourself as being someone who's going after a goal will affect how you show up with your clients and in your marketing. If the goal is to coach your heart out, no matter what, then the solve is, the solution is to think things about yourself that allow you to do that. Which means we first got to get down to those things that you're thinking that are keeping you from doing that, right? So when you think about yourself, Same thing we did with the clients, where you put yourself in the circumstance line. Yourself, not at your goal weight, at your current weight. Take a look at what your thoughts are about yourself that are having you not feel confident, having you feel hesitant, having you feel like that imposter, right? We got to take a look at what those thoughts are first. Remember, we always say, so good to know, before we can alter those to the kind of things that you want to be thinking about yourself that allow you to show up and coach your heart out. So what do you think about being someone who's coaching others towards a goal and not being at your goal yet? You want to be super open with yourself here. Not judgmental, curious and open. But also, you want to catch, we're not believing the thoughts. We're just seeing what those thoughts are, right? So if I'm thinking well, I shouldn't be coaching people because I haven't hit my goal. That's a thought, right? So important to write that down to see that you're thinking that, but it's not actually true. It's just a story that we've been believing about ourselves and our coaching. It's so important. Once you do that, and you can see the stories you've been telling yourself about you and your journey and your coaching, I want you to play around with the idea of how it could be exactly the way it's supposed to be, how that could be amazing that you are where you are right now on your journey, that you're coaching your clients on their journey and on their goal and how you could be the best coach for them, just the way you are exactly where you are right now. I want you to let yourself find some evidence or proof, right? I like to tell my clients, mine your brain for gold here, how that could be true that you're actually in your best case scenario. Like, think about this. How could it be true that you, on your weight loss journey, you have the goal, you're doing it, you're going towards it, you're not there yet, and you have clients who have goals and they're not there yet. How could that be the best case scenario? How could that be the most amazing thing for your clients and for your future clients? What I always loved as a weight loss coach specifically was using the things that I was working on and diving deep into my own journey as ways to show my clients even deeper things that they could be working on in their journey. So I was still keeping my my weight loss journey and my goals separate, right? I am, and anything I do is separate from my coaching, but I was finding teaching points from things I was working on myself, right? My business coach does this all the time. She works through things herself, And then she uses those as teaching points for us. And I'm over here as her client, like, yes, keep going towards your goals because when you learn things and you teach us and it's amazing. So what we're doing here is three parts. We're investigating this idea, right? Any thoughts that you're having that have you experiencing imposter syndrome, you're having grace for yourself when you see the things that you've been thinking and the stories you've been telling yourself, and then we're trying out new stories And considering how it could be true that you're exactly where you're supposed to be and it's the most amazing thing ever. And you want to redirect your brain in this new way, telling yourself this new story over and over and over again, right? So that you can be someone who coaches their heart out no matter what, because you've been thinking the old way probably for a while now and your brain is just used to going that way. So that's why I want you to do these exercises, answer the question, mull on this, and then come back to this episode and listen to it again and get practice at redirecting your brain to my journey is separate from my coaching. Exactly where I am is where I'm supposed to be. And it's the most amazing thing for my clients, my future clients, and my coaching. And the bonus is you get to let yourself be on your journey without pressure, without hurting yourself, without telling yourself, you got to hurry up and figure it out so you can be a better coach. I've heard this many times. <laughs> I know that thought is there for some of you, right? Because you're letting go of all these stories you've been telling yourself of the negative consequences it's having for your clients and your coaching and for your selling that you're not at your goal yet, right? You're We're just dropping those. So then your journey gets to be yours, right? Without the pressure, you get to just enjoy being someone who's Learning and growing and evolving, learning to stop overeating, learning to not emotionally eat like all the things and all the skills that you're learning, they just get to be a part of your journey. And the entire time, you get to coach your heart out. You get to be the best coach ever the entire time. Literally, nothing is stopping you anymore. Nothing is stopping you from enjoying your weight loss journey once we drop the imposter syndrome and nothing is stopping you from being the best coach ever. All right, I'm fired up. I know this is the end of the episode, but I'm like, whew, that was good. So let's do some powerful questions. I know I asked you a few already in the episode, but here are a few that I jotted down for you. What if my journey had nothing to do with my coaching or being a coach? How could me being on a growth journey, like losing weight, actually benefit my client and my coaching. And I'm going to add my selling too. How can I always be the best coach for my client, no matter what I'm going through or doing in my life? All right, y'all, that's it for this episode. I think I've been saying this every time, but this might be a new favorite of mine. (laughs) We're probably going to be Coming back to this one, and I'll probably be redirecting you back to it often because this is so good. Okay. If you love this episode, you know what to do. Go to your favorite podcast platform, leave us a rating and a review, and share this episode with other people, especially coaches who may or may not be losing weight, but have any kind of goal, and they might be experiencing imposter syndrome too. Send this episode to them. And I'm sure that they'll, they will just be thanking you for helping them figure that out for themselves as well. And if you want help with imposter syndrome, right? Not only losing weight, but with letting go of imposter syndrome, which will benefit your weight loss journey, but also your business and your coaching and the rest of your life, reach out to me. This is the work I do with my clients. I can help you lose weight and drop the imposter syndrome along the way. So if you're interested, we can get on a consult and all you have to do is send me a message on Instagram at lifecoachpageb and let me know you're interested or send me an email at hello at pagewoman.com. All right, y'all. Fire it up. This was a good one. (laughs) I'll see you next week. Bye.